Go for it. All right, so I'm CJ Bowling. I'm a YouTuber, Instagrammer, TikToker, pretty much just a social media influencer. I also do podcasts and stuff like that. I do flips. Um, I do parkour and just like pushing my body to the limit. I'm 15 years old and I live in the USA. I've been moving around my whole life. So yeah, military kid. We've just been always open to new experiences and I've always been trying something new my whole life. Great. Sounds like you've had quite a unique life so far already, 15 years of age. So when did you start your YouTube channel and why? So I started my YouTube channel, I think September 9th, 2015. So it's about to be five years since I created it. And I think I started it because I saw a bunch of people on YouTube just like having fun and like and recording and doing all this, like doing what they love and actually making a career out of it. So when I was like 11, I made the YouTube channel and I thought that I'm just going to use this as my job. I'm going to make money off of this, but I'm also going to have fun and I'm just going to like make it a hobby, but make my hobby into my job. So yeah, I just, it started off as a fun little thing and then I found out I can make money and now I'm where I am today. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone that inspired you or still inspires you now? Um, I feel like the number one person that inspires me right now is my mom because she always keeps me going. She's always been my supporter since day one. She's always like every every single thing I wanted to try, she's always let me have an opportunity at it. She's never held me back. Like I see like some parents, if their kid wants to do like parkour or something dangerous like that, they'll hold them back and they'll be kind of nervous to let them try new things. But I feel like my mom and my dad have just always been open to me pushing myself so yeah, I think that my mom's my biggest inspiration, but also Gary Vee because he's changed my life and I just love his advice. Also, Pat Flynn, he's a friend of mine. He's a podcaster and he's one of the reasons I have like good or I started making good quality content because he gave me a camera. And um, yeah, those are my pretty much my top three. What was meeting Gary Vee like? So meeting him, this I get this question a lot and I feel like right now I can really go more in depth with it. So Meeting Gary Vee was kind of like nerve wracking. I was kind of, I was really scared because I've looked up to him. So when I had to talk to him, it was very, it was really scary and I didn't know what I was going to say. So I went up and I asked him the question, what's the number one piece of advice you'd have for a 13 year old? And when he started talking to me, it was like, I just felt that on a different level. I really took in his advice and I put it towards my YouTube channel and people always, people always say like, did you cry because he cussed at you or all this stuff like that? And no, I don't, I don't let words get to my, my heart. I don't let words affect me. So really it had nothing to do with him like cussing or him being like loud or like, you know, up there is really just about me meeting my idol. That's a pretty strong mentality to have, I guess, at your age, to be honest, to be able to be like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't really care what people say because you like, you know who you are. Yeah. So how has your content changed over the years and what skills have you developed along the way? So I feel like my content really changed me as a person because back when I started my YouTube channel, I kind of, I was like, I I feel like, I don't know if I have ADHD or not. I'm kind of self-diagnosed, but I have just like, I'm all, I'm all over the place and I'm always like, I can't have my mind on one subject. So doing YouTube has really brought me to being more in a controlled mindset. Because whenever I do my YouTube videos and I try to like focus on it, I, I can just focus on it if I want to. I can just hit that switch. But like with anything else, it's really hard for me to do it. 
So I feel like it's given me that gift of focusing on things. And it's also given me the gift of patience because with, um, I worked on a crappy computer. It was, it was super bad. And I had that patience the whole time uploading and editing the videos. So those are a few skills, but I feel like, um, my content has went from like very, very 1%, like the worst content of all time to maybe like, just like more advanced because I started my phone. I wouldn't even edit and it's changed from 2015 to now to where I'm on an iMac using Premiere Pro. And like, I would never have thought that I'd be using this like crazy software and all this stuff. So yeah, I think it's changed a lot and it gave me a lot of life skills. Yeah, I guess the problem that a lot of people have when they're starting out, say, a YouTube channel or something, is that they want the content to be perfect first time around, but that's pretty unrealistic. It's always going to be bad starting out and then get better as you produce more content. Um, And when you're younger, it's kind of more acceptable that you still have a lot to learn and that it will be better later on. Um, so if you do start really early, then by the time you're saying you're late teens, you're producing content at a much higher level, um, which is where you're at now. And that is definitely one big advantage of starting out young. So do you think parkour, flipping, martial arts, uh, do you think they are sports that should be more mainstream and that people should do more? And what do you think the benefits are? So. I, I like flipping and parkour and all this, like all these crazy stuff because I feel more free and I feel more like it's my own thing because I've done gymnastics and uh, not cheerleading, but I've seen like, I went to cheerleading gyms and like flipped with them. And I don't really like how they're confined to having their form perfect and them all being the same and doing the same tricks and doing the same form. When you look at parkour and flipping and like free running and all this, you really have your own like, technique and you have your own style and that's what i really love about it and i feel like more people should be doing like flips and parkour as a sport because it's it's very like it's really entertaining to do for yourself and to show other people what you can do and it also just makes you feel more free like it can take if you have like different types of stresses on your body or if you have anger or if you have whatever problem you have it can take it away like just like that like i've had other friends who've been struggling in life but once they do their flips they're just at it and they're just in their zone they're in their prime and it's really it's really healthy for you uh the worst thing that can happen is getting an injury but most people don't even so yeah i feel like more people should do it if you could go back to the beginning would you change what you did if i could go back to the beginning i'd probably change if we're talking about just like the beginning of my like my explosion I think I would have changed how I interacted with my audience because back then when I was 13, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to keep people watching because when I, when he first shouted me out, like on his Instagram, I blew up and I got thousands of followers, but I didn't know how to keep it. I thought that they were just going to stay there with me, but a lot of people just fell off and they just quit watching. So that kind of hurt. But this time around, I feel like I've grabbed more people's attention and showed them my skills and what I'm up to. So if I could go back and change something, I would definitely change how I manage my account and how I uploaded and how I engage with my fans. How has being a YouTuber affected your mental health or has it at all? So this one, this is actually going to be my first time talking about it on uh, whatever, but I'm okay. I'm okay with that. So really it's taken a huge, like a huge toll on my mental health. I feel like um, 
so when I was 13 and 14, I was editing like nonstop or maybe, no, it was more like when I was just 13. And that's a lot for a 13 year old to be editing every night and to be uploading every night and expecting or being expected to upload every night. And I felt like it's caused a lot of stress on me. And I don't like, I don't like saying that I've had stress because there are other people who've had way more stress than I've ever had. So, and like, there could have been like underlying things. I don't know, but I just felt so different and so tired while I'm uploading constantly. And it's a lot of people don't even know, know that because they see me on camera and I put on this fake face. I'm not anymore right now. I'm like perfectly fine. But back then when you saw me when I was 13 and 14, I'd have a fake face on whenever I hold the camera in front of my face. And then when I get off the camera, my energy is just like drained. And I'm like, it's just, it's like, it's like having two personalities, you know, like on camera and off camera. So that's something I never really liked about myself, how I wasn't genuine with my fans. And I feel like it had to do with my mentality and my mental health. So yeah, it was just kind of confusing at those times. But right now, how you see me on camera is exactly how you see me off camera, except for maybe when I have, when I'm having a bad day, which we all have. Yeah, that's understandable, um, because it definitely seems like a large amount of things to be doing. Do you think that everyone can be a YouTuber, or do you think that it requires a specific like skill set? I think I think anybody could be a YouTuber if they wanted to, because here's the thing, like back in the early 2000s, 90s, even before that, people were, kids were all like, I want to be a doctor when I grow up, I want to be a rock star when I grow up, I want to be an actor when I grow up, and that all takes a specific skill set, and not everybody can do that. But with being a YouTuber, you can post anything, and if you're lucky, or if you're smart enough, or if you just research the algorithm just a little bit, you can get famous. Like, there's this YouTuber called How To Basic, and he literally destroys stuff, and he makes a mess, and he gets millions of views. So, if you, if somebody puts you, being a YouTuber off to the side, and they're like, oh, I can never become a YouTuber, they just gotta look at the majority of these huge channels that have actually made money off being a YouTuber, and they do pretty much nothing. So being a YouTuber and being a social media influencer really doesn't take a lot because anything is considered content these days. How do you manage school and being a YouTuber and podcasting and general generally being an influencer? Okay, so uh so the way I manage school and doing YouTube and podcasting and TikTok and all this is I'm homeschooled so I have way more time on my hands and um pretty much when I started this YouTube career when I got the shout out I was homeschooled. And so I just, I knew that if I wanted to make it big, if I want to have more time on my hands, I have to be homeschooled. So I really spend like three hours to on a long day, maybe like six hours on school. And then the rest of the day, I can just, you know, do YouTube, do podcasting, just live my life. So what's the biggest life lesson you've had so far from your, from being a social media influencer or otherwise? Probably the biggest life lesson Hold on, I probably have to think. Um, probably just how to manage, you know, a career and friends and family and everything that goes on in my life and how um, I've really, like, learned what it's going to be like as an adult. And so I'm pretty prepared for adulthood. I feel like when I become, become an adult, I'm going to do pretty well. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, how to how to juggle everything together when it comes to work, school, fun finances friends all this different stuff just how to manage everything yeah i mean i i definitely think that's impressive considering that i know a lot of people and like i'm definitely also someone who struggles to manage my time um mm -hmm. and so it's good that you've 
like have experience doing that so what are you hoping to achieve with your channel just like in general and in the future um well if we're if we're talking about like uh metrics then i guess like by the end of the year i'd like a million or by in a year i'd like a million um i'd like to have uh like to be more monetized and to have more um uh brand deals but if we're talking about just like with my fans, I, I really want to see as much people on my channel make a YouTube channel and get out of their comfort zone. I want to see some, I want to see a bunch of people do something that makes them uncomfortable so that they can have new experiences, just like, um, how I chose to do YouTube. It was super uncomfortable and scary, but this is where, this is where it can end up for anybody who tries hard enough. And yeah, so I just want to see as much people just live out what I'm trying to tell them to do. And because that, that's like my main thing to inspire and entertain. I just want as many people that watch me to be entertained and to be inspired. Um, yeah, just just for my fans to be inspired to do a YouTube channel. And I've already seen it happening. It's like I get DMs from kids like every week saying, you inspired me to make a YouTube channel. Could you check it out? Here it is. And I'm like, oh, this kid actually did just make a YouTube channel. And then I'm like, I kind of take pride in that. That kind of like it kind of like makes me feel good makes me feel like I'm doing something for the community. Damn, yeah. In that sense, you're really a role model for younger children to really take advantage of what the internet has to offer and to really start thinking seriously about what they do when they're younger that will impact their future and really what they want to do as a career. Yeah. So if you weren't an influencer... What other career do you think you would have gone into, or do you think you might do in the future? Um, I think if I weren't doing YouTube, I'd probably just be like a kid sitting on the couch all day playing video games. Um, I probably wouldn't have a job because I wouldn't understand the value of a dollar. I'd probably just like leech off my parents. So this YouTube career really has changed my character. Um, because I used to be like a gamer before I came before I became a YouTuber. Once I started YouTube, I was like, I don't got time for games. I don't have time for sitting around. I don't have time for being as lazy as I was. And I still find myself being lazy. I still find myself sometimes playing games. But it's definitely below average of what a normal teenage boy is doing. And I feel like I feel like if I were to become or if I were to be a, an adult right now and not have YouTube, I'd probably be doing real estate. That's what I'd like to do. That's probably what I'm going to do if um, YouTube doesn't really work out. But even if YouTube does work out, I'd probably still do real estate because you can still make a pretty good lifestyle off that. So it would kind of be, it'd kind of just be all over the place with my life. Fair enough. I mean, most people don't have their careers figured out uh, by the time they're 15, let alone 25. Um, but yeah, so when you started out, were you embarrassed to tell people what you did or show them the content you made? I mean, you've already talked a bit about um how you handled the exposure but say immediate family and things like that i mean we've only started this podcast fairly recently but i was quite nervous for say immediate family and friends to see and hear our, the content we made um i don't know did you go through something similar so with that i think so when i first started out I told my close friends about it because I knew that they wouldn't judge me. 
and they didn't judge me. They helped me out with my channel. My friend Daniel was like my first cameraman. And then I told my family about it. I told my mom about it first. I was like, I want to be a YouTuber. This is what I want to do with my life. And so I wasn't really embarrassed to tell people about it. The only time I'm really embarrassed is whenever I post a video and then I watch it and I'm like, that, that video was super cringy. I don't know why I posted it. But it really doesn't affect me that much because I want my friends and family to know that I'm doing something with my life. I want them to know that I'm actually like taking chances and taking risks with my life. So yeah, I wasn't really embarrassed to tell them what I did. Mm. So how did you deal with like hate comments if you get any? And does it affect okay, you? Okay, so, so with hate comments, I, I get a lot all the time. And people always ask me on my lives like, do you turn your comments off because you get hate comments? Is that why? And I'm like, no, YouTube automatically turns comments off for minors. If I could choose, I would keep the comments. And I actually love hate comments because it gives me, it just lets me know that not everybody likes me and not everyone's going to like me. And that's okay. Um, when people comment on my channel and they hate on me, I always have my supporters to back me up. I always get five people commenting under the hate comment saying like, you don't know what you're talking about and they just they started like hating on them so hate really just like makes me laugh because nothing offends me really i think the only thing that would offend me is if you like legitimately insult my race or legitimately insult me or my family that's the only thing that would but even then like people would comment stuff about like hating me and i'm like you don't even know me so how can you even say that so i don't think i don't think hate comments really matter that much you just can't let them get to you and it's, it's honestly really funny reading them, reading them, trying to figure out, like, they're trying to figure out something to say. And then you just come back with, like, you know what, that's actually kind of true. I am kind of like, I am not the best YouTuber. I'm not, I'm not really worthy of all this, all these subscribers. And I say, yeah, that's true. And they just come back at me like, oh, okay. So, hey, comments don't really matter to me. Yeah. So, what are the best and worst aspects of, like, just being a YouTuber or the industry? So I think the best part would be the people. Oh, okay. So this, this part gets me excited. I got like three people that noticed me in public within the last week. And that kind of is like one of the best parts of being a YouTuber. And I was just, I was excited that people knew me because of my social media. And that was, that was very fun. And I feel like another good aspect would be the money because you can earn money. And especially if you're 15 years old, the money that you can earn is a lot for a 15 year old. But I feel like the worst part is the YouTube industry is kind of corrupt. Well, not really corrupt, but like some other adjective of corrupt. And people like the algorithm doesn't always work in your favor. And that's really just probably the worst part is the algorithm and how it's not going to promote actual good content more than it promotes like bad content that nobody really wants to see. So, yeah. Fair enough. So, what opportunities do you think um, this career path or being an influencer has given you? I feel like some opportunities it gave me were, I'm trying to think of some right now, just like, uh, just being able to do bigger stuff with my life, being able to understand where I'm going to go in my future, because I've been to places like YouTube Space LA and like a bunch of other like places where I've met other YouTubers and they've given me some good advice and they've given me some good tips on when I grow up. So I feel like the best opportunity it gave me is just meeting other people and learning, like learning about their lives and learning how to control my life. And 
something what I'd hope to do professionally in the future is YouTube and real estate, just selling houses, selling property with my dad. I think that'd be pretty cool. Do you think that there are any risks to putting yourself out there on the internet? And and if so, how are you dealing with them? So I think there's a lot of risks of putting yourself on the internet, especially for me right now because I'm 15. Um, right now, I don't have any debt. I don't have any like liabilities. I'm 100% debt-free, and people are going to try to take advantage of that. So I have to be, uh, personally, I have to be on the lookout for identity fraud and stuff like that because it happens in the world and people can try to target me. I feel like another risk is you have to be very, 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 very careful what you say. Personally, for me, I don't really, I haven't said anything that would offend someone or make someone want to cancel me because I'm actually aware of other people's feelings and I know that what I can say can hurt someone. But there's a lot of kids I see who would like, DM me and they'd say like like the n-word and they're white and then they also say that they want to be a huge youtuber and I'm like dude you can't do this if you want to become a youtuber you have to drop you have to drop doing the drugs you got to drop uh like messing around with girls you got to drop being all these racist homophobic stuff because if you want to be a youtuber people are going to find out that you did these stuff did this stuff in the past and they are going to like they're going to do horrible things to you so I feel like a bunch of kids on the internet don't really understand that they're on the internet, which is global, and they have to learn the risks and um, and take more precaution into their career. Yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, especially at that age or, or when people are younger, you kind of think that the internet is this separate world from real life, but really your future employers and your friends are gonna be on the internet and see the content that maybe you made I don't know five ten years ago still in the future and that could really mess up job opportunities and other things if you're not careful so what advice would you give anyone who wants to start a YouTube channel I'd say if you want to start a YouTube channel you just got to go for it you got to go straight into the deep end don't walk in from the shallow end just pick up your phone. You can use your phone to record. You don't need a fancy ca- camera. Just pick it up, record, go out, and do something you love, and post it on the internet, and just see where it goes. Um, upload constantly, like every day if you can, and if you can't upload every day, then every other day. Um, you want to engage with your fans as much as you can, because even though you're getting five views on your videos and one comment from the same person, that same person is going to stick with you no matter what if you engage with them. And you really want, you know, you want to make the best of everything you have. Just think of the present, think of what you're doing right now. And yeah, just be be the best person you can be on the internet. Very true. So what's one piece of conventional or cliche advice um, that you agree with most strongly or that um, has had the biggest impact on your life? So like, so like advice that like you hear everybody try to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think for that, it would be whenever people tell me, go to college, you need a backup plan. I'm really, I'm not against college if you want to be a doctor or something that requires a degree, but I'm against college if you're going to get a degree and then work at a McDonald's or a Sonic or something like that. Or if your parents are, if you're going to please your parents, 
because honestly, once you turn 18 and you have the choice to go to college and you want to do it to make your parents happy, it doesn't matter. You're you're your own person. There are way there are way too many ways to make money um, without a degree in this world, and especially because you have a, a computer at your fingertips, you can just find a job online. You can find your own. You can make your own platform. So yeah, I don't really agree with the college system. Plus, with the college system, everything that you see in college, like textbooks or on the college, whatever PDF files they give you, that stuff is all outdated. You can literally find better advice on YouTube than you can at your the college you want to get into. Yeah, I think I definitely agree. And like my opinion on that has changed a lot over the years. Um, yeah. Just because... It's kind of like, I don't know, because you go online, you see all these people who are super successful and you kind of realise that they didn't even go to university to get to the place that they are at. Yeah. Um, and then you have degrees like comedy where people go and I'm just like, why? But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially these days when there are so many alternative routes into the career you want to go into, um, like apprenticeships and university sometimes when you're that young you don't even know what specialized area you want to go into in the future and it would be much more valuable to spend those years of your life working in a company and moving up the ranks so that by the time you're quite young you have so much experience already which can sometimes be way more valuable than um a kind of textbook degree yeah it's definitely the path of the future the unconventional route um but yeah 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 so thank you so much for coming on sorry it's taken so long to do this and record it yeah yeah it's all right yeah thank you so much